Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the DE Podcast. I am joined with Aiken Rage as always, and we have another episode today with the NBA playoffs. The second round is underway. We have about two to three games in each series that have gone on. Um, you know, some surprises, some things that we expected to happen, uh, some injuries. So definitely um, a lot of information for today. And I think we can just, you know, kick it off with the Celtics versus the Bucks. So we have both going back and forth with two blowout wins for each team. The series tied at 1-1, but now 2-1 to with Milwaukee getting that two-point win over Boston today. And, you know, Giannis onto the Kumpo, just like KD, Kevin Durant last round, he's fueling the Celtics defense. Um, also, he did have 25 points going into the third quarter in game three. So definitely, you know, did a better job, um, Giannis yeah. personally. I think it was like 42. He finished with 42 points. So, I mean, like the first two games he was struggling, but like today he, he just went off. Yeah. And then... You had Jason Tatum, who's averaging 25 points per game. Joe and Brown, 21 points per game, leading the way. Um, but Graham Williams is the third option. He's averaging 14.5 points per game. Um, but the, the Bucks are doing a good job without Chris Middleton, with Giannis with 26 points per game, and Drew Holiday with 22 points per game. Um, you know, Chris Middleton obviously is out. Uh, I, I, rem- I remember that is guaranteed for, the, for this series. Um, but, Acreage, a question for you. Can we expect this series to be close without Chris Middleton? Or, you know, was game one just a f- or game two? Um, was it just a fluke for the Bucs, you know, just like a throw, like a throwout game, you know? Um, I think actually I didn't expect the Bucs to win this game. Like the two-point win, so crazy. Um, the Celtics, they came back in the fourth quarter after being down by 14. And then they were up by one point, and then the Bucks made two clutch jumpers. And a, and a layup, so I don't know. I think I think that it's gonna be like at least six games. Um, right now, honestly, I'm probably. I think I'll still lean towards the Celtics. I think they could get it done, but I think it's definitely gonna be close. And it, which is really impressive for the Bucks without Chris Middleton, of course. Yeah, I mean, you saw it in the first round series versus Chicago that they were able to just handle them off without him, but. I don't know. Just I think everyone on the Bucks, everybody. I mean, you can't you can't see it with the stats, but you know everyone's kind of stepping up and helping Giannis out a little bit. It's not like Giannis carrying the entire team. Although without him, they would they wouldn't be good. But like, you know, <laughs> yeah. we don't we don't with him. They're they're so good. Um, yeah, in my opinion, it's kind of tough. I don't maybe I think Boston the way they're playing could close it out, but then Milwaukee on the other hand, they're up two one. You know, the next game is a must win for Boston because if they lose, they're down 3-1 and no one wants to do 3-1 unless you're LeBron James. Yeah. So, you know, if you win, you're, it's 2 all. you're comfortable, you're at home, you, you, you should probably should get the game to go up through too. But um, it was close and in Milwaukee. So I think Boston will make some adjustments um, so in the next game they can come back stronger. Yeah, and, like, even in this game, it was just, like, it was so close at the end. Um they were really – they had two wide-open threes, from one from Jalen Brown, one from Marcus Smart. Um, and if they made either of those, they would have probably won the game. And then, obviously, Marcus Smart, at the end of the game, he shot two free throws uh, where where he could have been given three, but the refs decided, no, let's just give him two because it wasn't they, – they ruled that he wasn't actually shooting a, a three-pointer. They said it was just like a rip-through. So, 
I don't know. Um, I think this game could have gone really either way. So because of that, I'm still confident in the Celtics probably. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but speaking of some, you know, some strong teams, we have the Suns versus Mavs now in a series. You have the Suns leading 2-1 after game three where the Mavs got a, a nice win. The Suns went up 2-0 after um, those two games in Phoenix. And then that was an impressive win. The Suns do have six players averaging over 10 points per game in the series, which contrasts with the Mavs, where Luka averages 20 more points per game than their second leading scorer, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> um, but, you know, overall, Chris Ponda and Booker, um, they've been a great one-two punch once again. Luka is averaging 35.3 points Jeez. per game. Um, so, uh, I mean, if I were to rate his performance, <laughs> it would be pretty good. Um, but, you know, yeah, after just, game, just average, just average. Just average, just average. Um, but after games one and two, um, Jason Kidd in his press conference said the head coach said that Luca, you know, he needs more help because you know, even if you if even if he drops like 30 every night, you can't expect the Mavs to just keep winning. Um, because everyone else stepped up with Luca there. Jalen Brunson actually had a good game three. I think he got like 28 points. So I mean, a question for you is that. Do the Mavs have enough to like keep afloat? Do they have a chance to stay in the series, maybe even win the series, or are the Suns just too good and they're going to kind of you know pull away? Ooh, I think the Suns will pull away. I think like even though yeah, okay, they had a, I think it's like the Clippers series, not or maybe I, I think it'll be close. Actually, I'm going to revise my thing. I think it'll be close. I think it's going to go six or seven, um, but I think it's going to be like just like the Clippers where. The Suns, in the end, are going to get the job done. Luka's probably going to average, like, 36 points per game for the series. Isn't that crazy? You know, he's, like, the all-time leading, like, average. Uh, he has the highest scoring average in the playoffs ever. He's higher than Michael Jordan now. It's crazy. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. Luka's just really good. They need to get this man a, a second star player. Like, I don't know who, but just, just get someone. Not Christoph Porzingis and definitely not Jalen Brunson. Yeah, not Porzingis for sure. But <laughs> – in the offseason, they need to find somebody, whether you have to trade a couple bench players away just to get a star player. Because I think Luca and, like, yeah, like maybe even, I don't know, maybe a center, maybe like a forward just like to help him out would be good for the Mavs because you can't, you don't have to like rely on Luca every single game to do good. Um, because if he does bad, I mean, they lose. But even if he yeah, does really, like, yeah, yeah, if he does really good, then the team still could lose. So, like, <laughs> you know? So, at least with Michael Jordan, you know, you had, like, a strong team with Scottie Pippen, Tony Kukoc, you know, Steve Kerr, all those guys. So, Michael Jordan had help, but obviously he was carrying, but, like, still. Um, but, yeah, you know, speaking of star players, we have another playoff series. We have the Philadelphia 76ers and Miami Heat. The Sixers went down 0-2, and you had Embiid with a orbital fraction, a concussion, and a ligament tear in his finger. He was out for both game games one and two. And then he came back game three wearing a mask, and he, they won. James struggled, and James Harden was struggling. So, um, you know, Joel Embiid came back. Um, but, you know, DeAndre um, Jordan, Bam Adebayo, couldn't stop him at all. And then – you know, game three, it was a low-scoring game. I believe Miami only scored, like, 32 points at halftime. Wow. Um, and they had 79 overall. So, Bam had a Bam had a, had a significantly worse game than ever. Um, and then Harden and Beat both score almost 20, and they have pretty solid games. And then Danny Green 
has seven threes and 21 points too. So, um, you know, definitely an impressive event. And then something that I, that was really funny that I saw this morning. So on Instagram, when Joel Embiid did his Instagram <laughs> post with his mask, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Butler commented, F your mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, Joel Embiid was like doing like the bat, like the Bane quote from Batman is like, nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask. And yeah. Jimmy Butler was just like, I, I don't care about, I don't care yeah. about your mask. Yeah. So and 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 B didn't even have like a outstanding game. So you, I mean, you I mean, I I still have like a lot of respect because he came back um, with all three of those I guess injuries afflicting him at once, and he still came back and led his team to win. Like like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but what do you think for the series? Like, uh, let's go with Game Four. Do you think the Sixers can get another game going back into Miami? I think they could. They have, like, the momentum right now to get another game. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miami does something because, I mean, they had a Tower Hero didn't play as well. Jimmy, Jimmy Bauer had, like, what, 22 points. So he didn't play as good. Um, I mean, maybe an, maybe an average night for Jimmy Bauer. But if, if the entire Miami team steps up and kind of, like, gets used to the atmosphere, I think they have a chance. But, um, you know if the Sixers kind of have a balanced team as they did on in game three, I think they have a they also have a good chance. So it's an, it's going to be an interesting series. That's all I'm going to say. And it's good for me because I'm not like, I don't, I don't have like a favorite team in this, so I don't, I'm not, I'm, I don't care. Um, but yeah. I mean, I, for me, at least I feel like what needs to happen if the Sixers want to win, then James Harden needs to drop. Like he needs to have a good game. Like um, 25. Like twenty five, just give me, give us twenty five. Um, I'm pretty sure he averaged like thirty four, like twenty nineteen. Why can't we just need one game, one yeah. game over twenty, where he's not shooting like seven for twenty five or something, um, <laughs> and that that would be really helpful for the Sixers. I think Joel Embiid would be very happy if that happened. Yeah, um, and I think I think it's the Sixers. I think they can. I think they'll win Game Four, but then after that, it's really up to how will. Joel, is Joel Embiid going to still be okay? Um, I don't know if his, any of his injuries will get worse because he's playing through them, especially the, the ligament tear. or um, And also, just can James Harden actually have a good game for once? But that might that might be too much to ask. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series, that's all I'm going to say. All right, well, I think we can move on to the last series, which actually game three is going to tip off in like 30 minutes from now. But uh, the Grizzlies versus the Warriors, which in my opinion is like the most interesting series so far. Um, it's tied 1-1. They're going into Golden State. So Warriors did get to steal the game that they might have needed. Uh, John Morant scored 34 in game one, but Steph Curry and Jordan Poole both had solid games and they were able to take the dub. And then also in game one, Draymond Green got ejected for a flagrant two foul against uh, Brandon Clark. And a lot of people, there was a lot of argument about like whether or not that he deserved to get ejected or like, a lot of people were saying that he didn't deserve to get ejected. And even he was on his podcast later. Um, but funny thing enough, so they go into game two, John Morant goes off again. He scores 47 um, to level the series for the Grizzlies. But during that game, Dylan Brooks, just with a very, very dirty play. Um, he swipes really hard at Gary Payton's head. 
while and shoulder while he's going up for a fast break layup. And Gary Payton actually ends up getting severely injured uh, from that. And now he's probably going to be out for at least three weeks with a shoulder injury. Um, and obviously Dylan Brooks was ejected on the spot for a flagrant two. And he's now been suspended for game three also. So I guess, like, what are your thoughts on all this drama um, in this series so far? Uh, it's a lot of drama, I'll tell you that. But, like, I mean, that, that foul was just, like, it was so unnecessary. Like, I mean, you can't even, like, it was just like it's he was wide open going for the light then you should like go and elbow him and then he's done so i think the i mean i think they did the right thing and in like you know suspending him um but also um steven adams didn't even play in the series um so he he was in covid protocol so he just cleared covid protocols and he's coming back in game three um so he missed the previous three postseason games so it's the last game versus the timberwolves and then the first two games of the series versus the Warriors. So you'll have a guy who can be effective on rebounding and passing. So that would be a positive for them. Um, but I mean, personally, I would, I don't really care who wins, but I mean, it's the, the West is like so competitive as well as like the whole NBA is so competitive this year so that I, that I think anything can happen. So, you know, you can have the Warriors win, win, you can have the Grizzlies. I mean, it's one, one in Golden State or in San Francisco, but, I don't know because you never know. I mean, last year the Grizzlies won in Golden State during the play-in, um, so I don't know. It was weird. They played in the play-in last year, and then this year's like the second round. So it's definitely yeah. a, a more of a different stage. But I think the Golden State has been playing so. But obviously, with Gary Payne out, it's going to be crucial. He's crucial for them. But again, I don't think they're like doomed without him. I think they still have a legit chance because they have a really strong starting lineup. And then off the bench, you're gonna have, you're gonna have like Otto Porter, Namon Belka, you're gonna you know, all these guys or Jonathan Kaminga. You're gonna have all of them that need to step up. Obviously, just do a little just a, a little bit more than they already do with Gary Payne out. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna be competitive I, to, tonight. I think Warriors are gonna take Game Three. Yeah, I think Warriors will take Game Three too. And well, yeah, yeah, I think they will. Um, but I think whether or not the Grizzlies can stay in the series is gonna first be up to. Is Desmond Bain going to continue to be um, Steph Curry, but on the Grizzlies, like the last season, like the last series? And also, like, John Morant, if he continues to play this well, um, right, he had 34 first game, 47 second game. He's averaging, like, I know it's only been two games, but he's averaging 38 uh, points per game for the series, which is ridiculous. Um, and it's kind of cool. I, I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty nice because – uh, versus the Timberwolves, remember we were talking about how his dad said that he played like trash um, for yeah. the series, and now he's really, really stepping up um, scoring-wise uh, for his team. So kind of nice to see that. And I, I think if he gets another insane performance like that, I think he could definitely propel the Grizzlies to a win. But at the same time, like I, don't, I feel like you can't bet against Steph Curry when he's on when his team is healthy. Yeah, and with John Morant, something that I talked about with like a few of my friends, like you're, I mean, if you have John Morant drop 47 and then your team wins by six, like, come on. That means that, I mean, I mean, I guess it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's statistically correct. But like, if you have a player, if, if, like, if you, if you haven't scored 47 and then his team barely wins, then technically he's going to have to do that every single game. But at the mm. same time, I mean, game one, what was it? One point game missed layup to win it. So 34 points. So 
I don't know. I mean, I think obviously John Murray has to play good for them to win, especially with Dylan Brooks. That John Murray's going to have to do another like 45 point game or something like that. Um, but I definitely think that it's good. I mean, I don't know. I, I keep saying that's going to be competitive, but I really think that it will be because, um, you know, it's the second round. Like you're, you're fighting for a spot in the semis. Um, I think the war, I mean, I think there's the Warriors have more experience than the Grizzlies. I think with the Warriors, though, in terms of the, all the playoffs, you have only a Curry, Thompson, Green, Kevon Looney. Um, and I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I think that's about it. Yeah. But that, that's like all for the playoff experience part of it because all these other guys were like, you know, the, the, the Warriors are a much more new team than they were three years ago when they made the finals and lost to the Raptors. Let's go Raptors. <laughs> Um, and then, but then, um, the Grizzlies, on the other hand, they went to the first round last year, the year before that. Um, I don't think they even made the playoffs the year before that. So, um, I think, you know, not much experience, but they, they, they did a good job with Minnesota. I mean, even if the Warriors go up early in these next two games, like, you know, go up maybe 15, but in the second quarter, the Grizzlies have shown that they're resilient. They can come back from these deficits. Like you saw, like against Minnesota, two 20-point deficits, they come back and win. So, you know, anything can happen despite the whole experience concept of it. Um, but one thing I wanted to touch on just for fun. So I think some of you guys remember this. About, let's just say, a month ago, we cre- on one of our podcast episodes, we created a playoff bracket. Oh, and- yeah. I think we need to just check to make sure that we did everything correct. I'm the, I mean, I'm not, I haven't seen it yet, but I just thought of the idea of doing this. So I'm going to actually share my screen and we're going to go see, you know, how smart we are with, <laughs> with it. Okay. I think like half of ours. Well, well. All right. So let's, let's just do a little recap here. Okay. Here's the thing. The West actually looks pretty good. Yeah. So you have, so we predicted that you would have the Pelicans play the Suns. You had the Timberwolves play the Grizzlies. So we got the whole thing for the West correct. So Suns and Pelicans, we said Suns is five. Suns won in six. Mm-hmm. We said Mavericks beat the Jazz in seven, but they actually won in six. Grizzlies in six, we got right. Let's go. We said Warriors in seven, and it was Warriors <laughs> in five. I don't know why I thought it would be so close. <laughs> yeah, because nobody played good on the Tim- on the um, Nuggets except for Nikola Jokic. So... Um, but then if you go to the East, you said that we said we, we got this incorrect so badly. We thought that the Nets were going to play the Heat, and then we thought that the Cavs were going to play the Bucks. I think the whole bracket was messed up because we didn't really do the 9-10 winner play the 7-8 yeah, loser. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we just so, it. so we automatically got like half the East wrong because we said the Raptors, <laughs> the Raptors are going to beat the Heat and or the, uh, the Sixers and the Nets. Um, so we got all that wrong. But then we had the, the Bucks. Beat the Cavs and beat and the Celtics beat the Bulls, which none of those series happened. But we did get Bucks Celtics correct. But we said Bucks in seven. So right now it is like, that could still happen. That is that's looking kind of realistic. So, um, but then for Suns Mavericks, you said Suns in six. That's realistic. That could still happen. We said Warriors in six versus the Grizzlies, and that's also realistic. And then we said Suns are going to play the Warriors, and the Suns are going to win. Um. I think six. that was sick. Yeah, and six. 
Um, and then we said raft, and then we said Bucks are going to meet the Raptors in seven. <laughs> uh, okay, but Suns and Bucks in the finals could still happen. And then we said Suns are going to win. So it's, I don't know. Like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The West is like extremely accurate. And I think that's more than enough. Yeah. Like, and then the East is like inaccurate. <laughs> like, okay, here's the thing. The Bucks, they could definitely, I could definitely, I would say they're the favorite right now to make the finals out of the East. So yeah, um, we're still, we're still riding. We're doing good on that. Um, who else? Warriors, we said they'd win. Suns said they'd win. They both are looking like they have the advantage right now. You never know. But yeah. um, it'd be funny if like, I, I, I wouldn't care if we got like, Suns Bucks or Sun or Warriors Bucks or Suns Celtics. All those series would be really good, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I probably out of those, my favorite would be Warriors Bucks, like Steph Curry versus Giannis. That'd be sick. Yeah, and also one final thing that I want to touch. Not even final, but just one thing. <laughs> we have the the goat himself, Ben Simmons. Um, oh yeah, he, <laughs> Ben Simmons has oh back surgery. Ben Simmons has <laughs> back surgery. He's expected to be ready for training camp. So he officially had a surgery to alleviate pain in his back caused by a herniated disc. And you know, Simmons is. I think he's having it in LA, but he's gonna have three weeks of an initial recovery period. And then he's gonna bring. Um, he's gonna begin a rehabilitation program. So, so for the team, like part of the team, he's supposed to make a full recovery and be ready by training camp. Um, so the last time he played a game was June twentieth, twenty twenty one. He missed the he missed the entire season. He missed the entire playoffs. He missed it with regarding mental health concerns, and then what are originally called back spasms, which turned into a whole surgery. Um, so the hope. Is that by next, you know, next season he actually like steps on the court? Um, so well, yeah. I feel like here's the thing: now that he actually got surgery, like it makes me almost think that it, he actually did. He actually was legitimately injured. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but so. but still, like, like it's not like you're playing. Just like get the surgery. You don't have to wait for the season to be over to get surgery. Yeah, and the thing was. Like, if you knew that it was actually a kind of bad injury, um, I guess, with this herniated disc, then why not just say, why even say, or like, oh, yeah, say, oh, maybe I will play for game four of the playoffs. Like, he should have never said that in the first place. He should have just been like, I'm injured, and um, I, I need to get surgery in the offseason. Then everybody would have been more understanding than him saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to play in game four. I'm going to save the season <laughs> when we're down 0-3. And and people were expecting him to play like, so I don't I don't I don't think he should have said that, um because I was I actually looked on his post he said he made a post saying like the surgery went well I think this morning yeah, or something I saw that and, yeah and I looked in the comments and it was just people saying like when was the last time you this guy played um he's faking the surgery all these things like they just nobody had any sympathy for him and like if he's actually injured then you kind of feel bad but I don't know. Yeah, but come on, like the whole thing is kind of stupid. You're out for mental health concerns. What do you think is gonna happen? You think you think you you think you're gonna come back next season and the fans are gonna boo you after you lose? It's your fans, it's your city, they're gonna support you. And then even after that game, you know, Doc Rivers was supportive of Ben Simmons. It's not like the team hates you. 
I mean, yeah, sure. You didn't play well. You, you, you passed up, to, you, like you didn't do a pass Matisse style without a wide open dunk, but um, against the Hawks, but like, you know, like you cannot, I mean, I, I, I get it. There are people that are more mentally, you know, stable than others, but come on, you cannot go out for a whole season. And then you, and then you expect your whole career to just, you know, it's going to come back, right? Like you got traded to Brooklyn. Okay. You're worth a good team, but you know, it, it, it cannot happen like that because he missed the whole entire season with Brooklyn. Then he gets surgery. What, what's going to happen next season? Is he going to come back and he's going to be like, like a reserve, like not, not a bench player, like a reserve. Like he's going to play like, He's gonna he's gonna be the type of player that plays when your team's up by twenty or losing by twenty with the last two minutes of the game. And he's gonna come back on the court. So like, I don't know. What I'm confused about is like the thing is for me, it's just how it, the story kept changing at, like over time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, first he he they lose in the playoffs, they get eliminated. Okay, everybody's supporting. It. People are like, okay, let's maybe it's time to trade Ben Simmons. This season, we were supposed to go to the finals, blah, 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 blah. Um, all that good stuff. And I can understand. Maybe maybe he does feel, like, pretty negative about it, pretty bad about it. So And so he does – he sits out for um, part of the season, beginning of the season. Gets traded. Okay, now you're on a new team. And if the mental health issues are still the main issue, like, I understand that they can still be there and, you know, they might be very pressing, but – then it seemed to like change into like, oh, he was actually in. He's he's injured, or he's not. He doesn't have proper conditioning or something. Yeah, like like when he did it, I was kind of thinking of like Michael Jordan. Like he said, like I remember in I think it was '95 when he when they when they lost to the Magic in the playoffs. Like Michael Jordan was pissed mentally, but like you don't just like sit out because you're mentally upset about something you just get back to work and you have to work harder i mean i think it's just it's not even the nba it's just life in general if you fail at something and you're depressed about it just work harder work harder and then you're going to do better next time if, if he would have worked harder maybe he would have been with the Sixers right now in the playoffs like you never know maybe the whole trade with brooklyn would have never happened you know so i don't i'm not saying it happened because of ben simmons but like you know that's he was like the front runner in that trade you think about it James Harden, like great player for Ben Simmons, zero points per game, zero assists per game, zero rebounds per game. And who everyone assumes is going to be like a star player when he could be like, I don't even know, like he could be like, like Frank Kaminsky next season. Like you don't, you know, you never know what can happen. Yeah. So, so yeah. He was, he was like given a whole new opportunity in Brooklyn and he, he just didn't seem to take it. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know if you, I don't know if it's, yeah, I'm kind of confused by it, but I think everyone's confused by it. But I think we can just move. On. I think we can move on. So like we have, um, your, I don't want to see your reaction. We never really got a chance to talk about any of the NBA awards. We did talk a little bit on our other oh, yeah. social media, on our other platforms about you know Scotty Barnes, Rookie really, really, really of the Year, and you had Marcus Smart. But just in about I think it was like one or two days ago, you had um, Miami's Tyler Hero wins the Sixth Fan of the Year award. Um, he has been named the Sixth Man of the Year for, you know, his contributions in a reserve role. Um, and it is the first six-man honor for him. And he will win the first player to win it with Miami. Um, and, you know, he honestly just did amazing um, in the season. Um, but you had Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love, who finished in second place. You had Cameron Johnson finish in third place. Um, 
So definitely everyone was deserving, but honestly, Tower Hero just did a little bit more than everybody else, um, you know, to, to make it, um, to win the award. Um, you know, he did great. He averaged 20.7 points, almost 21 points, five points and four assists on the game in 32.6 minutes in 66 games and 10 starts in those games. Um, and his scoring average was the ho- highest as the reserve. Um, and he becomes the fifth um, player to average at least 20 points off the bench since starts um, began being tracked in the seven, 1970-71 season. So um, he did join some big names. Um, and he did have eight 30-game points off the bench. So I think we can kind of compare this to the playoffs. So, like, what do you think like, what do you think Tara Hero needs to do in order for the Miami to, like, maybe even go to the finals or the conference finals, you know? Um, I think he just has to keep doing what he was doing in the regular season. Like, just keep getting those 20 points per game is a significant mark, especially when you're coming off the bench. I think he's, like, it's like he was, like, the fourth highest scoring average ever off the bench or something crazy like that. Um, I think it was, like, Lou Williams and two other people ahead of him all time. But... um. So I think if, if Miami really wants to keep winning, um, they've always been good defensively. That's not really – that's something that's kind of a given with them. I think it's really going to be how far can Jimmy Butler lead them against, like, these tough, tough and really both put together teams like the Celtics or the Bucks um, in, the, in the potential Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and I think a lot of that is going to also depend on how – if Tyler Hero is going to continue to score at an extremely high rate. Like, if you remember – when they made the finals in 2020, Tyler Hero was the one who had, uh, I think, two really good games in the Eastern Conference Finals versus the Celtics to help them clinch the finals. Um, so if he just keeps doing what he did in the regular season and maybe has some special performances like he did in game uh, two this year, I mean, in this series versus the Sixers, and I think, I think that's really it for that. That's his key. Yeah. It's his key, be, I mean, and with him, I mean, I think with him, the Miami wouldn't be where they are. So he's definitely, I mean, I mean, the starting lineup is good with like Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Ben Metabio, PJ Tucker. Um, I forgot the others, but like, you know, he's like that f- maybe fifth, sixth, maybe fifth, fifth, sixth option on the team. Um, you know, and if he doesn't does, if he, he, I mean, if he doesn't do well, obviously you have, you have more guys support him and i think that's what miami's like miami's team is like it's so balanced because although you know jimmy butler is the star it's not like he's like putting up you know 30 points a game and he's like 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 he's like so far out from everybody else like all the guys like tyra hero ben bio and like kyle larry they're they're close to him so they have a balanced team where everyone can lift each other up um so yeah i think that's a good note to leave off of on the podcast so guys thank you so much for watching um make sure to subscribe on all platforms youtube instagram spotify wherever you want to listen and it also one thing i forgot to mention if you guys want us to publish our podcast on any other platforms where you like to listen to you know music or other podcasts make sure to let us know in the comments um and with that being said, me and Akimers are going to go watch the Warriors Grizzlies game. Um, and <laughs> yes, we're going to see you guys. Ne- and we're going to see you guys next time.